0: Welcome to today's podcast. It is uh, Wednesday, May 18th, 2022. And um, just want to let you know, you may, if you're, you know, here's the thing. is like, if you're, if you're an Apple uh, listener, then you are probably not even hearing what I'm saying right now, because here's what happened over the weekend. um, My, I realized that my, the podcast was not being distributed to uh, all the outlets for some reason, it was just going to anchor and Spotify. So. Um, I'm working on it to see what's going on with Apple, but, uh, I know 70% of podcast listeners, those of you who don't to the podcast are listening on Apple. And so, um, so hopefully we can, uh, restore the service so you guys can be part of, uh, each day's podcast. But here's what I'm, here's what, here's what I'm thinking as, as a remedy moving forward, just so I can communicate with you guys. If, um, if all of you guys would just email me at Bible study podcast, 2020 at Gmail, Bible study podcast, 2020 at gmail.com. Uh, and give me your email address, and I'll make a a list of um, daily podcast uh, this daily podcast family. And so when things happen when Facebook feed drops, or if I get sick or if I'm out for a week or whatever, and you're wondering like, "Hey, what happened? I'll have a way to communicate with you guys. Um, and so uh, I'm not gonna overdo it. Don't worry, you're not gonna get a, you're not gonna get a daily email from me or even probably not even a weekly email. but when some when things come up, it'll be an easy way for me to uh, just communicate to the whole community. Uh, so just send me an email, uh, with your email address, uh, which obviously if you email me, I'm going to have your email address, but just say, Hey, put me on the, uh, put me on the list, um, to keep me up to, up to date. So, uh, and that should help. So I'm working on the Apple deal. Um, it's still not restored as far as I know, not as, as far as this morning. Um, but the reason I found it is cause I looked, i looked at the analytics, uh, last or Monday morning, uh, before the Monday's podcast. And I was like, Hmm, that's weird. Usually about a hundred or so people listen to the audio podcast every day, plus or minus. And I realized that no one, like there was like 12. I was like, that's weird. Uh, then I went back, went over to Apple and realized that the last episode was from last week. So, um, and that's how I discovered it. So uh, other thing, if you know somebody that listens to the podcast on Apple or Google or any of those things, just give them a heads up of what happened. I think Google is restored. Um, but Apple's still being, um, uh, difficult. So we'll see what's going on. Nothing that I know changed on this side. So well, will something, something with, with, I don't know. I don't know. So we'll hopefully figure it out. All right. Well, welcome everybody. So glad you guys are on, uh, figured out, clean up, figured I'd clean up that housekeeping issue. Um, uh, again, if you watch it, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, you listen to it on Anchor Podcast, you don't have any idea what I'm talking about. No problem. No, no glitch at all. So, but 70% of the people who listen to the podcast do it on Apple, and they're probably they haven't heard they haven't heard a new episode since last Thursday. <laughs> they're way behind on their readings. Yeah. Well, speaking of readings today, we're reading uh Jeremiah chapter 32, Romans 13, and Luke chapter 8. Y'all ready? Y'all ready now? Good morning, everybody. Welcome. I hope you guys are having a great day. And um, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. And Occasionally, we try to restore our podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, here we go. Jeremiah 32, verses 36 through 44. Here we go. You, remember, this is Jeremiah praying. He's praying to the Lord. He says, you are saying about this city by the sword famine and plague it will be given into the hands of the king of babylon but this is what the the lord the god of israel says says i will surely gather them from all the lands where i banish them in my furious anger and great wrath i will bring them back to this place and let them live in safety they will be my people and i will be their god i will give them singleness of heart and action And it's hard to stop a people who have a singleness of heart and action, right? It just it kind of just struck me. The Lord says he's going to give his people a singleness of heart and action. Singleness of heart and action. So you're, you're un- unified in your heart and in your your movement, in your actions, in what you're doing. So they will always fear me and that all will then go well for them and for their children after them. You see the connection there? When we are God's people and we have a singleness of heart and action, uh, when there's a reverence for God, a fear of God, all goes well with God's people and their children. Verse 40. <clears throat> I will make them an everlasting covenant I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good to them. And I will inspire them to fear me so they will never turn away from me. Now get back up a little bit. Jeremiah's praying. He's praying the promises of God. Do you get what he's doing right here? He's telling God what God said. It's not like God doesn't know what God said. Um but it is a uh, it's a good thing to pray the promises of God. Like to it only not only um inspires faith in us, but it um God delights in hearing us uh, pray to Him with the promises that He poured out on us. Um, So praying God's Word, praying the promises of God. God, you said in Your Word that 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 that. that's what that's basically what Jeremiah is doing here. God, uh, look, they're under siege, right? The Babylon is under or Jerusalem is under siege. But here Jeremiah is praying the promises of God. God, you said. They're about ready to destroy the city, right? So how you started the prayer. But this is what you're saying. You're saying the city is going to be destroyed, but you also said this. You said that you'll make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good to them, and I will inspire them to fear me so they will never turn away. I will rejoice in doing them good and will surely plant them in this land with all my heart and soul. Wow. Man, do you know God rejoices in doing good for you? He does. God delights in doing good for you. Maybe that's your prayer today. Lord, I need to be planted. I've been I've been I felt I've, I felt I've been feeling unsettled and and w- whether it's in your job or or whatever, uh maybe a situation, I feel un- just unsettled. I need to be planted. Lord, plant me. Yeah. This is what the Lord said verse 43. This is what the Lord says. As, as I have brought all this great calamity on this people, so I will give them all the prosperity I have promised them. So just as surely as they're facing the stuff they're dealing with, just as surely as they're facing the, the calamity and trial they're going through, equally as certain, I'm going to show them prosperity. Once more, fields will be bought in this land of which you say it is desolate waste without people or animals, for it has been given into the hands of the Babylonians. Fields will be bought for silver, and deeds will be signed and sealed and witnessed. Signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. Here we go. Fields fields bought for silver, and deeds will be signed, sealed, and witnessed in the territory of Benjamin, in the villages of Jerusalem, in the towns of Judah, and in the towns of the hill country, of the western foothills, and of the Negev, because I will restore their fortunes, declares the Lord. Hmm. Yeah, God's going to, God's, Jeremiah is reciting the promises of God, that once again, um, that this land that he bought, remember he bought this land in faith, he sealed this deal in faith, believing that God would restore it, and now he's saying, God, I believe you, this is what you said, I believe your word, you said that you would bring the people back to Jerusalem, you would restore the people's fortunes, and that this place would be once again be a place where uh deeds are signed, sealed, delivered, you know. So I believe you. What what promise of God do you got is is are you do you need to lean into today? Hmm? Like a good good reminder, good that's a good application for us, right? What's the what is the promise of God that you have to you need to lean into today? Is it that he's for you? Is it that he will provide for you? Is it that uh, he that is in you is greater than he that's in the world? Is it that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus? Is it that um, if anyone confesses their sin, he's faithfully and just to forgive, forgive their sin and to cleanse them from all unrighteousness? Um, is it that I uh, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old he will not depart from it? Um, what's the promise? Is it that uh, God is going to be near the brokenhearted What is the promise of God that you need to lean into today? He is faithful, man. He is faithful to his word. He will keep his word. And sometimes you just got to recite and remind God of his word. Not that God has forgotten the way that we remember what he's promised. It it evokes faith in us when we recite to God the promises that he's made. Yeah. All right. Romans 13. Let's jump over there. Romans 13. Welcome, everybody. So glad to have you guys on. Hopefully, you Apple people are on. Apple people, <laughs> our Apple people are not with us because <laughs> they're not uploading our the episodes, but we're, it's all right. We're, we're going to get it fixed. We're going to get it fixed. Um, Romans 13, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. Oh, man. Why do we, we got to talk about the government? <laughs> oh, oh, man. For there is no authority except that which God has established. So every ruling authority is, in some sense, a uh, uh, established by God. The authorities that exist have been established. There's pretty much clear right there. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Why? Because God's sovereign; He's overall. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do what is right, but for those who do what is wrong. You ain't ain't afraid of the law unless you're doing something wrong. You know, you're driving driving down a highway. You see a a sheriff pass by. You're like, ooh, let me get off the gas. Let me get off the gas. Why are you getting off the gas? Why are you getting off the gas? Because you're speeding. You wouldn't be scared if you weren't speeding. (laughs) You know. You know how we do. Um uh that, 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 that um yeah, so th- the biblical principle there is that like when it comes to governing authorities we we are called to uh live under the authority of the government and we are to obey the laws of the land up until the point that they violate a known law of God um so if, if, so laws that are that do not violate a law of God, we are to obey if there comes a place where a law of the land is clearly uh calling us to violate a law of God personally then at that point we 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 uh we abstain we just we face the consequences but uh based on our uh devotion to God first we uh we refuse um in every other case we obey the law of the land and there's a million of million things that have, you know, that do not violate a law of God, right? I mean, most laws are for the common good, particularly in the United States. You know, most laws are for the common good. So we keep the laws. Um, verse four for the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason they are god's servants agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer yeah. so the government has the function of um providing safety for the for the for others right for 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 the, for your neighbors for for the community so to uh, p- punish the wrongdoer therefore it is necessary to submit to the authorities not only because of possible punishment but also as a matter of conscience Like the laws, um, the reason the call here is to obey the laws is because it's for the common good. We don't just expect other people to obey the laws. We obey the laws. We submit, we surrender, we subject ourselves to the laws for the common good as a matter of conscience because we understand that God has placed all governing authorities over us. And so out of submission to God... We submit to the governing authorities, that is, the laws. This is also why you pay taxes. Oh, man, come on, man, I hate taxes. For the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay it, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Yeah. Verse 8. Let no debt remain outstanding, except the continued debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. And that's a, maybe that's maybe that's an encouraging word for you today. Get out of debt. Let no debt remain outstanding. The Bible tells us in many places that the uh, the borrower is slave to the lender. The borrower is slave to the lender. So let no debt, the only debt you need to leave outstanding is the debt of continuing to love each other. You never you're never gonna pay that in full. We gotta continue to love each other. That's always a debt we owe each other to love each other. But everything else, live debt free. (laughs) I'm debt free. I never tell you guys about the debt free dance I did when we were in Ohio when we got out of debt. Did the Dave Ramsey plan, got out of debt in Ohio. I told my kids I threatened my kids that when we got out of debt, I was going to run out in the front yard and (laughs) and rip my shirt off and yell, I'm debt-free. And um, they were like, oh, Lord. But I did it. But I did it, you know, because I got to keep my word, man. I got to keep my word. (laughs) (laughs) I'm debt-free. That's fun. That was fun. Uh, Verse 9. (laughs) <laughs> that's an image you guys do not need in the morning. I understand that. I understand that. I, I, I realize that's not something that you need, needs to be crossing your your mind with your morning coffee. That's just wrong. Um, but, you know, you never know what you're going to get on the podcast. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. Verse 9, the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be, are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. Love do, does no harm to a neighbor; therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Wow, man! Let's go out and love our neighbor today, right? Let's be let's be people of love, and let's let's spread the love. Be kind and compassionate. You know, kindness is always right. Kindness is never wrong. You don't even have to pray about it. Should I be kind? Yes, you should. Should I love my neighbor? You don't even have to pray about it. It's commanded it over and over. Love your neighbor as yourself. I know some of them rascals is hard to love. I know it. Now trust me, I know it. I ain't easy to love sometimes, people. Come on. And you know, if you be if you be honest, you ain't that easy to love sometimes, too. <laughs> but you know, when you're being a rascal, you just tell them the Lord told you you told told you tells you you gotta love me. <laughs> I know I, I know I'm a little prickly today but the Lord said you got to love me. So I'm going to love you and you're going to love me. So that's the fulfillment of the law. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's go ahead and love people. And you know, <laughs> nothing, nothing hurt to be loving either. <laughs> make make it a little easier for people to love you. Um and do this, verse 11, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake from your slumber because our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Wow, I love that. You know that? Your salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. What are you talking about? We're getting closer and closer to Jesus, man. We're getting closer to closer to uh spending uh time with Jesus, eternity with Jesus. And it's closer now than when we just when we than we first believed. The night is nearly over, the day is almost here, so let's put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave. Mm -hmm. Come on, let's just behave. Let's behave decently, as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissensions and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself. With the Lord Jesus Christ, and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Wow, wow, man! You know, you find some freedom in life if you just get—we just get our mind off trying to to uh, gratify the desires of the flesh. You know, you can waste a lot of time trying to to gratify the desires of the flesh. Like, let us behave decently. How you to behave decently? Stop trying to gratify the desires of the flesh. Start looking at other things. Start start getting your focus on other things. How can I love people? How can I show kindness? How can I show goodness? How can I show grace and peace and mercy? How can I be a a, a vessel of light rather than how can I feed my fleshly desires? That's how you can be. Uh, that's how we can um, behave decently. Yeah, let's do that. Let's love others. let's, uh, let's behave decently. Let's behave people. You, your parents ever say tell you that when you were young? Hey, behave! You 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 behave. Or <laughs> to tell you before you went. To, you know, you, look. We're going. we going to. we going to Aunt May's house. You better behave. Don't be acting like. Don't be acting like a wild animal. You need to behave. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Paul's saying, "Won't y'all behave? <laughs> be children of light. Yeah, love other people." The law is fulfilled in that. Love others as you love yourself. All right, let's look at Luke. Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through. Nope, that's not right. Luke chapter 8, beginning at verse 16. 16 through 25. Luke 8, 16 through 25. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. This goes right back to what Paul was saying in 13, right? Romans 13. Be a light. Be a light to the world. For nothing, for there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have will be taken from them. Hmm. It's interesting in that context, that verse, right? We often think about it in terms of like, Giving or forgiveness or judgment, the measure that you give, it will be uh, given to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Um, but in this context, uh, in the context of light, right? Uh, whoever will be given, whoever has will be given more, but whoever does not have, even what he has, what he, th- he thinks he has will be taken from him. Like if you have light, if you think you're light, if you are being light to others, you're, God's going to, the, the promise is sort of like God's going to um, uh, accentuate your light. He's going to magnify your light, if you will. But if you refuse to even use the light that you've been given, but you think you you all that, but you're not even using the light that you give, even that is going to begin to dim, right? The light that's in you is going to, the influence, the effect of your life towards godliness and goodness, towards uh, the glory of Jesus, it's going to be diminished. But if you shine what you have, God will magnify it and make it more. Man, that's, a, that's an awesome promise. Verse 19, now Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him, but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Someone told him, your mother and brother are standing, and brothers are standing outside wanting to see you. Verse 21, he replied, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. Bam! Boom! Boom! Who are the who, Who's the mother and the brothers of Jesus? Those who hear the word of God and do it. That's awesome. Verse 22. One day, Jesus says to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into the boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. Jesus took a nap. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped. And they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're gonna drown. Come on. Now you don't seen this, you not seen Jesus heal the sick. You haven't seen him do all kinds. Of... You think he's gonna drown? Well, you gonna you gonna float right to the top. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do? He's gonna float right to the top. I don't know, people. I don't know. I just, I just, just, that image just hit me. Jill sleeping, boat swamps. He float right to the top. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's funny. It's funny to me, man. It's funny to me. Oh, goodness. But they were scared, and we do. But we, you know, here's the truth: we've seen Jesus do a million things in our lives before. We we ain't we know better. We've seen Jesus do so many things in our lives, and yet when we find that we find ourselves in the next crisis, we think it's going to be the one that's going to take us down. Oh no, this is going to crush us! Wait, Jesus done brought you through all these things in your life. You think he's going to let this next wave crush you? No. 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 And maybe that's your promise today. You know, you've been through some battles. You got one coming, and you're like, you, you're being tempted to think that this is going to crush you, this is going to bury you. No, it's not. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Jesus, sound asleep. Jesus is in your boat in that in that storm with you, and he's sound asleep. Why he sound asleep? Because he ain't worried. He ain't worried. A squall came down the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples and his master were going to drown. He got up. Rebuke the wind. Now he all droggy, he's tired, man. He gets up, wind, and and he rebukes the wind and the raging waters, and the storm subsides, and all was calm. And what is Jesus ask? He says, Where is your faith? In fear and amazement, they ask one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Yes, sir. Man, whatever's, fa- whatever's stirring in your life, whatever uh, whatever is, tumult is in your life, know that Jesus speak, can speak to it and make it stop. The winds and the water, they obey him. He speaks to the winds and the water. It's crazy. Jesus speaks to the winds and the water. But you know what's crazier than him speaking to wind and water? They listen. They obey him. Now, I speak to the winds and the water all the time. They don't listen to me. But Jesus, when he speaks to the winds and the water, they listen, mm. isn't that awesome? He can speak to your storm and calm it today, man, and uh, and he delights to do so on your behalf. Yeah, that storm ain't going to bring you down. Mm-mm, that storm is not going to take you down. It's not going to take you under. Now, if Jesus is in your boat, now if Jesus is in your boat, he's sleeping. <laughs> he's sleeping because he knows he's way over. Uh, Yeah, Back to the authority thing, right? He's over all authority. Uh, He's the highest authority, the authority of the winds and the waves. He's over that. He's over uh, the natural elements of this world. Praise God. All right, you guys, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for my friends. Thank you for a chance for us to read the word of God together and learn together and grow together. Lord, thank you that you are over all things, that you are sovereign over the water and the waves, over the trials and obstacles of our lives, over the things that surprise us, over the waves that beat against our lives. Lord, you are sovereign. You speak to them, and they obey. Lord, so we uh, we trust you today. We ask that you would um, allow us to be your light today. Uh, Lord, may we shine our light bright, a light of goodness and graciousness, a light of love to other people. Uh, Lord, help us to fulfill the law today by loving others as we love ourselves. Lord, for my friends who are in the middle of uh, trying times. May you give them peace and comfort and assurance, and may they rely on your faithfulness and your and your uh, uh, never wavering promises um, that you have towards them, Lord. For every person who has a special need today, may you touch them and give them encouragement today. Bless them and and give them strength in the strong and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, so God bless you today again. Hey. Thanks for being on. Send me your email address at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. And uh, I'm going to create a, a, just a list of everybody who's uh, in the podcast community. So if there are programming issues or anything that you guys all need to know about, um, I can send those out with just a quick email. So email me, Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. And uh, Apple listeners, I hope we're up and running. Uh, it's been a minute. So I hope we can get that running and uh, get you guys back up online. So thanks so much for being here. Uh, Thanks for all your support. Thanks for sharing this, for liking this, subscribing to it. If you're on one of the podcasts, um, following it, if you're on Facebook or Instagram, whatever. Appreciate all of that. Uh, We're over almost 22,000 downloads now on the podcast alone. That's not even counting Facebook and Instagram. So probably about 22,000 downloads of the podcast. So God is doing great things. It's fun. Uh, Hope you're enjoying it. I certainly am. And um, we're going to keep at it. And we'll be back at it tomorrow. So um, we'll see you then. You guys have a great day. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up